Just right. like, don't run. That's dog. So we're just pantsing this shit? Sure. Sure. What do you want to, like, you want to do the lead-in. Let's do the lead-in. All right, so, ah. Uh, <coughs> it's been a while. <coughs> uh, in three, two, one... A show that to understand, you have to know that there was this one time that we had actually had an entire meal. A whole one. Each. Even the drummer. It was the drummer, but we had fed him first, so that counted. <laughs> and I tell you, drummers cook up great with just a little bit of paprika. Oh, but only one potato. <laughs> no more. Otherwise, it gets too highly of itself, and it turns into, like, those carrots that are all orange instead of purple. High muckety muck root vegetable. It's the Dutch one, don't it, I tells you? It usually is. Oh, I'm Scott. I'm Jim. I fucking hate myself. Hey, you chose this. Fair enough. You, you, could, you could have left. You could have, you could have sat quietly upstairs and watched television. I do like television. And telenovelas, too. It's true. I guess I'm Sam. Yeah. Well, I mean, we all guess we're ourselves. We're constantly guessing who we are. I think Young said that. I know I am me because of Descartes. <laughs> More accurately, I simply know I exist. The rest of this might be some sort of nightmarish hallucination. The devil is tricky, Jim. Probably. Also, but only to prove a point to someone else. And a reminder and that Descartes acceptable. sucks. We do not discuss him. I do constantly. Please stop. No. <laughs> I'm glad we had this discussion. I, yeah. I'm glad we did, too. All right, so we are, I swear, going to get this thing back on the rails. I know I missed about ten episodes last year, but I renovated a house, and then sold a house, and then moved a house, and then left my house for two weeks to travel through Japan. It was nice. But he didn't come back like a ninja or with a magical artifact, so the two weeks was kind of a bust. I also did not lick any of the sacred imperial tre treasures. Which is how we gained ownership, but of course not. I asked him to do one thing while he was gone. Yes, he wanted me to become Emperor of Japan by licking a mirror. Yeah? And you notice how we're not emperors of fucking anything right now? Because that's what I'm here. Yes. Alright, so pick of the week, what you got, Jim? Oh, Jesus, what the fuck? Spider-Man! <laughs> this is why I should not have thrown it. You you knew this was going to happen because you hit me with short notice. I will be nice, I won't actually go with Spider-Man, because depending on when this comes down, uh, I'm going to dredge up a relic, a favorite movie of mine from the 70s by Brian De Palma. It is called Phantom of the Paradise. I found it this last week, Sunrise Records, down at Fairview Mall. It is... It is a rock opera that is sort of Phantom of the Opera. If it was also Faust, if it was also fuck, what was Dorian Gray? Thank you. Yes, Dorian Gray. And it is it is crazy. It is absolutely off the rails. The main character's design seems to have been stolen in Berserk, which is really weird too. It is. It's got Jessica Harper from Suspiria, and that's just another reason. And I also now have Ed Cannon where. You know, she went to a German dance academy that was full of witches and then said, fuck this shit, I'm going to take up music, and instead encountered a man making a deal with the devil, so she just can't win. 
Like, and... all of her creative endeavors are doomed to Satan worship? Yeah, pretty much. And that's a headcanon that I'm going to run with, because I really like it. <laughs> okay. But... There's also bulging eyeballs. Well, yeah, but that's... Eyeball, sorry. Just one. Yeah, just it one. It's pretty epic. No. Phantom of Paradise, it's apparently a big deal in Winnipeg. Which is really oddly specific, but... Is, is that because they shot it in that, Winnipeg? No, that was the first theater that ran it. Ran it in Winnipeg, and... You know you're making a big big deal movie when you premiere in Winnipeg. Winnipeg. Yep. But the result in is... In the like, 70s. There's like a big fan community, and they do like a convention for it and everything. It's... It's... If you've never seen it, track it down. It's a lot of fun. It's a fucking weird movie, but it's a lot of fun. All right. So, since we know what Scott's is going to be, hey, Sam, what's your pick of the week? Uh, mine is The Murderbot Diaries by Martha Wells. It is about a sentient robot whose life is basically wanting to watch Netflix and doesn't want to deal with humanity, and then gets forced to deal with humanity and basically wants to kill all of them while helping them. Well, so, I have an autobiography? Well, I mean, I, too, desire to murder humanity when they interrupt my Netflix time. It's true. That's for me. Mm-hmm. And yeah. for BoJack, but mostly for me. No, it's fantastic. There's uh, three books so far, and she's finally getting a full-length novel, which is fantastic. I am so excited. And now it's Scott's turn. I suppose it is. So, uh, for me, I'm, I'm going with Spider-Man, uh, the, the PS4 game, the new one. It is, yeah, gob, gobsmacking that we would enjoy a Spider-Man video game that is well put together and reminds us only of the good things of Spider-Man 2. Yep. But not that love of shadows. Going so far as to steal some of the script from Spider-Man 2, the movie. Well, I mean, if, if if you're going to just try to be Spider-Man 2, the video game again, you may as well crib some story bits and some missions. Yeah, and, you know, do the train web scene again. But make a joke about it. Yep. And funnily enough, if you switch it over to Japanese, this is an in-jo- a new in-joke I discovered. The dub actor for Stan Lee's character... In Japanese, is the guy who dubbed Bruce Campbell's narrator in Spider-Man 2. Oh, nice. I don't know if that was intentional, but I am glad that coincidence made that happen. Also, apparently Spider-Man 2 came out in Japan. See, that's kind of intriguing. Did they enjoy it? Did they play it on the GameCube? I feel like whoever sat down to play it was a little disappointed they couldn't summon Leo Pardon initially. You know, I'm, I I don't even think Japanese people really know about Leo Pardon. I, I cannot accept that idea because we wouldn't have most of Sentai without this. I understand that, but I think they maybe... I think, I think Toho maybe emphasizes Battle Fever J more than Spider-Man. Which is fair, but but that's still not the emissary of hell, right? Yes. Like, that's, that, that matters. That does matter. So, yeah, uh, we're back, starting off the season like we always do, with, um, with beer and questions. Uh, I was bad about asking for questions, so we're just going to play truth or truth, I guess. We're just going to go around and come up with weird questions to ask each other. One of us will be lying. The rest (laughs) will not be. Guess which one of me it is. (laughs) Yes. Uh, So let's just dive into the beer. So first guy... It's safer there. It's safer there. Uh, So Long Slice Brewery, Loose Lips Lager. Jim, say that three times. Loose Lips Lager, Loose Lips Lager, Loose Lips Lager. He's had practice. So yeah, uh, it's... Yep, uh, Vienna Lager... It's from Toronto somewhere. I'm going to open it up. Toronto is a big city. Breweries 
are somewhere here. Breweries are slowly dwarfing the volume of people. Yes. Soon Toronto will be nothing but beer and condos as far as the eye can see. And then the downtown relief line will be done. <laughs> Scarborough line still won't be finished, though. No. God, no. Eglinton will still be a trench. Yep. Because, you know, why finish that? Well, well, first off, they shouldn't finish it because they should just recognize that a Scarborough subway line doesn't need to exist right now. That light rail is the fucking solution and that they should do that. But I know they're not going to, so that's fine. Yeah, it's all good in the hood. Except for the part where the hood is a trench. Alright, so this is darker and cloudier than I thought it might have been. It's about as fizzy as I expected. And they've color. Yeah. Not a strong scent to it, though. Uh, I'm getting lagery scents. Mm. Like, pretty classic lager smell. Oh, nice aftertaste. Little fruity. A little, little sweeter than I was expecting, actually. Like like apples or pears or like peach. Something, some manner of pre fruit is sitting at the end of that. Yeah. And I, I'm cool with that. No, that's not bad. So in our game of asking each other questions while drinking, something that, you know, has never killed time before, you have a time machine, but you can only use it to go back in time to punch people. Like you get one sucker punch, and then you are blipped back to the, the uh, chair you, you started in. Who do you punch? Well, it's. I have to point out that I've already actually answered this question today. Oh dear. Yeah. When I was cleaning my room, my girlfriend here lived, uh, we found a book called, well, Would You Rather? And it's a series of, you know, or questions. And one of them, I forget what the original option was, but the other one was travel back in time and punch Mussolini. At which point I asked if, well, can I travel back in time to one who was like four? and therefore punch him with enough force to snap his neck like a dry and brittle twig, thereby preventing his version of fascism. She said yes. So, to remain consistent with today, I would travel back in time and punch toddler Mussolini before he became a terrible person. <laughs> he could have been a terrible toddler. Often toddlers are terrible. So, so it's not like he doesn't deserve it. Well, their morality isn't developed yet, and they really don't have a proper sense of self. Or empathy. So, I... Me being the sociopath that I am, have no real morality against this action. Yeah. All right, Sam, who do you punch? I speak for all women when I say Jeff Kavanaugh. No, no, it has to be a historical person. I don't want to look historical also, you, person. You, you, Jeff Kavanaugh is not a... Kavanaugh is not a person. And neither is... Like, it's Brett Kavanaugh. Is it Brett? Yeah, yeah. and there's there are words... I couldn't give a shit what his name is. His name is Kavanaugh, and I want Ka- to Kavanaugh. Him. Kavanaugh. I couldn't give a shit. I'm tired. You're trying to punch a man that doesn't exist twice. No, like, you're going to punch Jeff Kavanaugh, who is just, like, some banker from the 40s. Or, like, a grocery Sorry, clerk Brad. who's just trying to get... I don't know where I got Jeff from. That's, no, that is Jeff Kaplan, is what your brain was <laughs> Yeah, like, your brain was trying to get to Brett Kavanaugh and went, I know who Jeff Kaplan is. And we all know you're not traveling through time to beat up poor Chef Catherine. No, I he like, like him too much. He's the nicest man. He's the nicest man from nice. Oh, that's the big historical figure. That's less fun. Yeah. Well, it's a time machine. I can't. You can't punch a. You why would you? Pun- why you would you burn your Adam. time travel punch on a guy you could just punch now? Yeah, you can just drive to DC, and we can hit him with the car. Yeah, like you've got one time travel punch. And you're going to burn out on a guy who's alive? You're going to go local? What are you doing? Yeah. Um, okay. Hmm. Beat him like Mecha Hitler or something, <laughs> at least. Hideyoshi. Okay. So that he doesn't create the worst no-dramas ever that people still try to perform now today. Okay. 
I still like my first options better because I feel like women everywhere would be very happy. I don't understand what Jeff Kavanaugh has done. <laughs> or women in general. You mean like, Brent? But you said Jeff Kavanaugh. I did and I fucked up. <laughs> and it wouldn't also, be this us. beer sucked. And it wouldn't be us if we didn't belabor the joke into the fucking ground. Beer sucked. Keep going. All right. <laughs> because it's a time machine, I assume this thing has a level of precision. So here's the deal. Here, here's the story. Kaiser Bill attended a performance of Buffalo Bill's Wild West show, during the course of which he stormed the, st- the performance area to demand that Annie Oakley shoot a cigar out of his mouth while he's standing there. Pop! Right into the trajectory of the bullet. Very nice. Annie doesn't even get blamed. We avert a world war. That's acceptable. Or a, well, a particularly bad version of that war. I think it happens regardless, but... It's, there's always other factors at play. But, I mean, you, you remove Kaiser Bill in 1890. He's, you know, that, yeah. that, that changes... You know, Germany enough. For funsies, Jules Verne. <laughs> Just for him to say, I'm from the future! Yeah, he's like, I am going to, I have finished the time machine, I am bringing it to my publisher. I'm from the future! What? Ah! You mean H.G. Wells? No, know. Jules Verne wrote the time machine. H.G. No. Wells wrote... No, you have it wrong. Wait, H. no, you're right. H.G. Wells wrote the time machine. So fuck you guys! Fuck you guys in the ass! No, this we this is what we've already done. We've ruined Jules Verne's manuscript yeah. of the time machine, securing so their HG Wells has to make it. So that HG Wells' version comes out as and is more is considered yeah. original still. We are maintaining the time stream. We are superheroes! Fuck and you both. Not time traveling vandals. <laughs> uh, Move on! Still gonna punch Jules Verne. It might just involve a shovel now. See, and I thought I was the only one who's gonna fuck up tonight. Good to be for me. I don't know. I'll get Jeff Kavanaugh on the phone. <laughs> See what he thinks about the whole thing. Victory for me. I'm gonna tag this episode <laughs> with the Jeff first Kavanaugh. Like, I'm gonna find the first guy who's at Jeff Kavanaugh on Twitter. Don't tag that. him. Cool. <laughs> and just to see what he has to say about this nonsense. I hope so. I hope he's a. I hope he's a good sport, Mr. Kavanaugh. I hope you are a good sport, sir. Yes. Um, oh man, you are not off to a good start, there, dude. No, no, he's doing terrible. Yeah. He's giggling too much. Oh god, yes. I've had a very long day. Yeah. I may have given myself heat exhaustion over that stove. Seriously. Mm-hmm. No. No, but it's that kitchen is wicked small. For it is stuff. tiny and mm-hmm. yeah. Tried, okay. No, no, it's just, it's not well ventilated. Yeah. No, that's that's it. And the fact that there's no proper air exchange in there. Yeah. yeah. Alright, so what is this? So this is uh, Bose Full-Time IPA. I have not actually bought anything from Bose since they got all smug uh, in the Mill Street buyout. And usually Bose doesn't fare well whenever we do these Oktoberfest episodes. It oh, I know. to be the case, if they fucked up an IPA, I will steal a time machine and beat up Jules Verne. <laughs> <laughs> what does it have to do with Bose? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Stop wanting to punch Jewel Burton. I'm gonna. Stop it. They're far, yeah. they're far better you know, literary assholes to punch. Like we could just, <laughs> we could just punch. We could punch, we could, we could appear in front of Jules Verne and say, I live in this, on a submarine, and then punch him yeah. and disappear. Go 40,000 leagues on his ass. That's an actual book he wrote, fucker. No, it isn't. He wrote the time machine. <laughs> You're remembering the wrong time period. Regardless, okay. I so bet there aren't even Zeppelins in your timeline. Mm-hmm. It's buzzy. It's Bose. It still sucks. 
It's basic. I don't even want to finish it. Like, it's it's better than Keats. It's Bose. It's still crap. That's the best I can give it. It's better than Keats. Once again, promoting organic beer with no flavor. It just tastes like water. A little fizz. I'm bored. This is off to a bad start for me, Scott. You need to fucking fix this. Well, you need we'll to get ask... Jeff Kevin off on the phone. <laughs> you need to ask us a question for this bizarre exercise. Hmm. So if we're going to talk about Jules Verne, <laughs> which classic novel would you take on a deserted island and it can't be Frankenstein, Jim? <laughs> then I'll build a fucking boat on the island and I will go and get Frankenstein. <laughs> then I will come back to that island. And what if every copy of Frankenstein was burned? Oh, then the human the human race is about to die. Because somebody has just committed a glaring atrocity on a variety of levels. It's a good answer. Yeah. Otherwise, King and Yellow. That's uh-huh. really easy. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I think I'd bite on the irony. I'd go with, like, Robinson Crusoe. Yeah, that's fair. Or, like, Swiss Family Robinson. Uh, both or, those novels suck! <laughs> I don't know. I was just like, you know what? If I, I've never actually finished Robinson Crusoe, so... Stuck on a desert island, maybe now's the time. <laughs> maybe now's the time. I mean, it's not like I'm going to say, oh, I know, I should be clever. I'll be like, how to build boats or make oars out of sand. No. Well, that's not really a novel, right? Yeah. Though that's probably in a novel. I mean, if you get stuck on Mars and you say, well, I'm stuck on Mars, I'll take a copy of The Martian, you're going to do all right by the time you're done. You just have no ketchup by the end of it. I don't need ketchup. I have blood. <laughs> no, no. Both red. Makes sense. It's the rule. I'm not going to eat potatoes. Potatoes aren't red. <laughs> that's why he had ketchup. Yeah. Ketchup, ketchup is the thing. And that's why I have bloods. I'd go with Sherlock Holmes. Original MacGyver. So. Original addict. Yep, that too. No, I like those kinds of characters. Addictive personalities. Struggling for, you know, everything. But thinks they're the most amazing at anything. Yeah, but Holmes doesn't really struggle either. Eh, he struggles with his addiction. I mean, no, no, he really doesn't. Yes! He really no, doesn't. Yeah, I yes! have. And I the worst, the worst that it comes I back. I have such a different interpretation of what I'm like, reading. Like, like, like the worst is like Doctor Watson is like, man, he's taken rather a great deal of cocaine this week. But that's it. Like, it's but never, it's like I prescribed him the cocaine, so it never seems to impede him in any. No, he never seems no. to slow him down. Like he's never like, oh shit, I need to get my fix. Or if I don't no. get my fix, I'm dodgy. Like he's he's operating all the time, fucked up, and perfectly okay with it. I have such a different interpretation, but that's okay. I accept that I'm wrong. That's okay. I'm sure Jeff Cavanaugh will forgive you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I love that I have this drum right here. <laughs> just just bang in on it oh. all day. So, is this one gonna, like, actually taste good, or...? Alright, so, because... It's not making any glaring assumptions. October October demands it. So, this is Great Lakes Saison du Pump. It is the pumpkin spice thing, because October. Yeah. But it's out of Great Lakes Brewery's Tank 10 series, and Tank 10 is where they go crazy, and Great Lakes is the one in Toronto, not the one in Ohio. You mean Michigan. I thought they were in Ohio. I thought, they were, I thought they were on Erie. They were on the other lake. Steph goes to them all the time. Well, okay, so they're on Michigan. You know, I would love it if there was a Great Lakes brewery on every Great Lake. It would well, make sense. sense. I'm going to I'm gonna start one in Minnesota. We we can't do that yet. <laughs> we have to get What magic money? Um I'm going to I'm going to fleece a bunch of people in Minnesota on Kickstarter. Yeah. 
We don't really need to fleece them. We can actually just say, hey, do you want to kickstart a brewery? <laughs> that is a legitimate thing we can do, right? Oh, yeah. Now, this is speaking my language, right? <laughs> the language of white ladies? Of Saison? Uh, you're not going to get white girl drunk on us, sorry. Fuck no. Good. I don't Good. do white girl drunk. You know that. Well, I mean, well, she, she, none she, of you have really seen me drunk, except for Scott. She was pretty white girl drunk. I, I love that Tom Collins. Oh, yeah, there was that. If only he were real. That did happen once. <laughs> I was young and dumb. High crust blows <laughs> Tom Collins. I, I want to know what's in Tom Collins' mix. It's just limes, right? Well, no, that, you know what? Even if that is just the case, if it is just <laughs> lime juice, cloves, and pie crust, that is a disgusting breakfast. <laughs> Like, there is no version of the world where that is a good way to start your day. Vodka and cornflakes is the breakfast of champions, and even that's fucking dodgy. So it smells like pie. Yeah. Cinnamon and nutmeg. What a goddamn surprise. Okay, well, I'm not a pumpkin spice person. I still like this better than the other two. Because, you know, there's actual flavor there. Oh, shocker. Could use more nutmeg, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Which is weird, because usually that's the one they fuck up. Yeah. Like, normally when somebody does a pumpkin spice beer, they're like, let's just... Hammer nutmeg in this. Who needs cinnamon? And it's like, no, your cinnamon balance is actually really good. But you just need a bit more nutmeg on the back end of that. That's pleasant. You compare this to the usual uh, Great Lakes pumpkin. This this is this is better. This yeah. is better. Oh, no, this is nice. I, again, like, the nutmeg, it's not even a game breaker. It's just, it's like, no, you could just squeeze a little bit more in there, guys. Maybe go to mace. Like, the, the more dangerous part of the nutmeg. Yeah. It doesn't suck. That's what we're at. So Sam that really only has like a two point score. Thumbs up, thumbs down. You know, it, it's fair. Like it's fair. There's no, there's no dilly dallying. There's no, there's no, there's no. It's not IMDb's out of ten system where ten out of ten is the greatest movie ever and eight out of ten is complete trash. Or Venom. <laughs> what is that? Two out of ten? I don't understand. Bro, it's plastic, buddy. He was concerned, and now he mm. would go back to his dog nap. This podcast is surrounded by napping dogs. Hey, why not? They're being quiet. Again, <laughs> we never have with. them here, so this is a first. Alright, so, Jim, do you have a question for the group? For the panel? You could bring back one cartoon from your childhood. Any period in your childhood up to basically the age of 16, we'll say. Okay. What would it be? And it like, can't just, you can't just basically get a reissue. Like, I can't just say Astro Boy, and it's the same Astro Boy. This is a contemporary remake of something from your childhood. What would you bring back? I have an answer. Pepper Ann. And I'd like to see it because, again, she's in the seventh grade in the beginning of this series. I think the last episode, she's getting ready to go into the ninth grade. So I'd like to see that, like, grade 11, 12, or possibly first year of university for her, just because she's socially awkward as fuck, and I totally related to that as a kid. I mean, this is the girl who flashed her boobs at everybody because that's what she thought support was. And I just, I loved it. So that's mine. There you go. Uh, I'm going to say Samurai Pizza Cats, because I think, again, that leaning on the fourth wall sensibility, but with modern animation and more modern things to make fun of, could work. Yeah, I can dig it. Yeah. I think I'd bring back Inspector Gadget. Didn't they try to bring that back? Well, they, they tried, tried a couple times. They tried in a sort of way, but the thing is, if I'm going to bring back Inspector Gadget, I'm going to market it at the original audience. Like, I'm not bringing that back for kids. 
Like, you start to look at that existential nightmare-style cartoon they've been marketing towards adults right now. And it's like, no, you bring back Inspector Gadget for that. Do I want the grim and gritty reboot where, like, the dog is dead and Penny's some sort of damaged coke addict or something? Well, it's just RoboCop. It's just RoboCop. Yeah, it's like, no, I don't want that. I'd be perfectly fine if Penny's, like, university or just a scientist. Like, just advanced tech. And it's, this guy is a cop who is now this... You know, they're dealing with this deranged international syndicate. And, and he's got rocket skates and springs for legs. Yeah, and a helicopter in his head. And it's, no, you still play it for laughs, you still play it for fun, but then it's like, okay, what does this mean? Like, what is, you know, this guy has a fully collapsible helicopter rotor inside his skull. Yeah. Is he even human anymore? Like, you replace my spine with a helicopter. My head can extend 15 feet up. Like... I have a fucking laser in one finger. Most of my body is machine parts. What am I? All cap. Part man, part spider. All cap. I love at the end when Yuri finally buys into it. It's wonderful. It's like, oh, you did the voice. It's like, no, that is a great bit. But yeah, no, I think that would actually be kind of cool. And again, like, you plan it. You know what? Given contemporary geek and the focus on continuity... Throw in some red herrings. Throw in some old callbacks to the old series. Like, you tell me Brain's old. Like, again, if you're going to open the show with the dog's dead and Penny's damaged, like, no, fuck that. Like, Bug's just old? Yeah. Brain's just, like, at this point, Brain's in a wheelchair. You make him kind of a Professor X reference for funsies. And it's just because whatever the hell they did to the dog to make him a goddamn genius in the first place has just extended his lifespan. But he's still got, like, the little doggy wheelchair. Yeah, why not, right? Like, I think that could actually be pretty interesting. If it's done right, if it's done terribly, then I'm just going to burn everything to the ground. But that's my usual solution. Oh, and also just don't fuck with the theme song, then. Don't no. do the techno remix Inspector Gadget no, fuck that song. Inspector Gadget. I tried for like a month to learn how to play that. Oh, yeah. There's like a counterpoint melody thing going on on the left hand that you just... I That, that was above my grade. That was above whatever grade of piano I was in. Hell, I was a little disappointed that Spider-Man didn't actually have the Spider-Man theme song in it. It's always weird when not when a Spider-Man thing doesn't have the Spider-Man song in it. It's okay because I just sang it myself. But <laughs> yeah. well, you you gotta swing across town yeah. sometimes, and you're just like Spider-Man, Spider-Man, Spider-Man eats your plums. Different meme. <laughs> okay, so there's a Twitter thing where you rewrite the lyrics to Spider-Man to tell a joke about Spider-Man, and then there's also a Twitter meme where you do some sort of bizarre take on the Plums poem, and then there was a... And then so those, the two got joined. The, because the, the two end. collided, so it's like, Spider-Man eats your plums so cold and something. Not into it. <laughs> Watch oh. out, he took your breakfast. Not into Who's it. Who's eating plums for breakfast? I, I I have been known to eat a single piece of fruit for breakfast. That is not an You don't have a plum in a man's hat? That is not an adequate calorie intake. Well, it's also, it's also breakfast. It's stupid. I'm not hungry till, like, three hours after I'm awake. Oh, I know. We all are. That's part of the reason I drink caffeine instead of food. <laughs> Why are you lecturing me on not having an adequate breakfast? Because I pay attention to my calorie count. More is better. Because <laughs> I am a frighteningly active human being for a man who gives the impression of being unnecessarily sedentary. Jim also has, like, a liver thing where he... Can't help but digest everything, I guess. You, you name it, I can eat it. I'm pretty sure my blood is just a digestive system at this point. 
never seen Jim P. Maybe he is at 100% efficiency. It's true. <laughs> That's frightening. It's also a statement I don't think any of us ever expected to be uttered on air. So, you know, there we go. Here we are. Introductions. All right, so what I am pouring is a collab between Forked River and Sada City. It is called Abbey Normal. Uh, it's a barrel-aged sour Belgian ember. Yeesaw. That is a lot of things at once. That is template man levels. Yep. I can, wow, just pouring that, I can smell it. I'm like breathing this in. Thank you. It smells of plums. You just got plums on the brain now. I really do. I think I shall have some for breakfast. It's not adequate calories. <laughs> You're going to steal my plums and leave me a note. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. They were inadequate <laughs> calories. I ate them. It's not served in a man's hat. You're not doing it right, Scott. Nobody wants to eat a lone, per- a lone plum floating in perfume sitting in a man's hat. Because who drinks perfume? No, no, oh no. No, you don't drink the perfume. You just want the perfumed plum. That is disgusting. Well, also, it's a man's hat. The pure, the perfume now has, like, felt floating in it. It's oddly specific, too. Like, why isn't it a woman's hat? What difference does it make to the gender bearer of the hat? Well, there's more perfume in a man's hat. Fair. This is very tart. That is super tart. <laughs> She's dreaming. dreaming. The dog is dreaming. And so, once I finish this, I'll tuck her in. It'll be fine. <laughs> Everybody's laughing. I'm going to fucking do it. You know this. Yeah, I know. I'm surprised you have it already. To you. Yeah. Well, you guys got to move. I got to grab a blanket, right? <laughs> okay, so as I climb over the top of this thing, so the dog, Co, will periodically sleep. <laughs> as 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 living beings are wont to do. As other living beings are wont to do. I don't know why the rest of you do it. But what I will do when she is sleeping on the couch is I will tuck her in with a blanket. And she kind of abides by me doing it at this point. So originally she would give me this look like, why are you doing this to me? Poor best dog. <laughs> She's getting pissed off already. <laughs> Thank goodness you don't tuck the other dog in. Well, if I tuck, I tried. He tries to destroy the blanket if I do that. So, that's why I stopped. There you go. All tucked in and the jowls are just... Flapping. Well, she is best dog. Well, nothing says grace like flappy jowls, right? She is full of poison grace some days. She's full of poisoned grace, maybe. Yeah, she's not into it, but she can't figure out how to get no, out of it. No, she's trying to get out of it, and that's fun. That's why I do it to her. This reminds me of wine. To mm-hmm. a point, right? And uh, That's probably just the barrel. That's probably just the barrel. Uh, I think that. it might be the sour, because I've run into that with a couple other sours lately, too. Uh, that one that we had down at Say What? Yeah. Yeah. It's really pleasant, though. Like, this is, Very this nice. is dangerously easy to drink. Congratulations. Another beer that doesn't suck. On Sam's... On the same scale of, we are does it suck? Two for two and two. Brew, you don't need to be awake there, buddy. Another dog is trying to, you know, breathe into the microphone. He's trying to show us how handsome he is. He does not like the chair rocking back and forth. That's why I did it, because it's like, just sit your butt back down. All right, so a question for the panel. Um, what would you do right now if you had five bucks? Go get a Coke. <laughs> I have five dollars downstairs. When we're done, I'm gonna go get a Coke. There's Coke in the fridge. I know, but I have five dollars and I can go get a Coke. You set this up. 
<laughs> what do you want from me? You want me to be a liar? <laughs> you you announced your intention to lie the whole time. Exactly. I had five bucks. I would probably buy rice and peas from across the street. They're super closed. I yeah. know. Yeah, it's it's thanks It's a little wanted. disappointing, but that is what I'm craving. So you would go and you would knock on the door and they wouldn't open and you would slide the five dollar bill. Either that or I just ask nicely, you know, the next time they're open they have fried plantains in which I'll probably get told no. Yeah. All I want is fried plantains. So buy some pan- plantains and fry. Yeah. No, 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 you don't understand. Jamaicans do it a very, very specific way, and it is the most wonderful thing in the world. And I'm you, certain you, you could learn. Figured out that you way. could learn. I could learn. I, somewhere out there, in the Jamaican corners of the internet, there is someone's grandma's recipe for yeah. fried plant- plantains. And there is also a false recipe that involves, like, kerosene or something. Yes. Fair enough. Where would you get five bucks? Where would you use five bucks for, Scott? Right now, five bucks? Hmm. Five whole dollars. I think, go with, um, I think I'm going to follow Jim in the store and get, like, a bag of chips. There you go. But, like, a weird flavor. I still did, I didn't try the taco flavor. Maybe that's what? still around. What the hell is that? Like, like they did they, they did the thing where they do the weird summer flavors of Lay's, and there was, like, grilled cheese and taco. So, taco should just be, like, a combination of barbecue powdered beef. Because yeah, they're like, going to use barbecue to supplement the salsa concept in it, because that's what they do every time. Like, it's always barbecue powder, beef stock. Yeah. I would say that's actually it. Now, there's going to be, like, the cheese stuff, too. The oh, fake cheese, probably, too. Yeah. Oh, that sounds gross. Well, I'm sorry. If you were making a taco and the cheese is so overpowering that you notice it, you've done your fucking taco wrong. And if you disagree with me, I will come through the internet and I will punch you in the teeth. Well, we've had a threat, so that's... No. Jeff Kavanaugh will help. Yep, he's going to show up beside me. He's my wingman on this. <laughs> Jeff Kavanaugh, down from whatever now. <laughs> There's a guy on Twitter who goes by Good Mike Pence. <laughs> because... Does he have a goatee? <laughs> no, but I guess, you know, there's just days that are rough for to have a certain name. And... I'm guessing Mike Pence has had a lot of rough days. Oh, guaranteed. Guaranteed. Well, that is dark. And foamy. Yeah. So, I'm cracking Beelzebach. Oh, is that for Louis Cipher? Yeah, Louis Cipher. I've had this. It's good. I think I've also had it in, you know, flight form. No, well, there's very little that's bad out of Louis Cipher. Yeah. Louis Cipher, if you're listening and you're not from the greater Toronto area, is a delightful bar. In Greektown. Yeah, and it is it is a great place to go. Food's good, beer's great. It is it is just wonderful. And I mean if you're listening to the show and you wanna go, touch base with us. We'll yeah. we'll go with you. It's yeah, good. we'll 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 go with you. Yeah. I like their Thai food IPA. It is magic. That is very dark. Cannot see my fingers. It smells good. Oh that's got power in that scent. Oh yeah. As boozy. It is nice, but following a sour was not a good call. Oh, it basically just cleared the palate. Oh, yeah. So we've learned a valuable lesson. I like it. I thought we were never supposed to learn anything. Don't worry, that's what the beer's for. Right. The lesson is never try. Can't win, don't try. Got it. <laughs> yeah, this one's super boozy. What's its What's its ABV? Oh, 7.2. 7.2. <laughs> but no, it, it tastes boozy. Yeah. Is it the highest one of the bunch? No. No, the next one is. Oh, shit. (laughs) That's fine. We didn't think this through. Oh, we thought it through fine. No, I put it in progressive order. 
Beer before liquor, get drunk quicker. Liquor before beer, you like Pam Greer. You know, that's how it works. That's the correct response. Well, the I correct response believe- is you like Pam Greer. <laughs> yeah. Like, just, I'm into it. Oh, like, there's no scenario where that is not the case. And if somehow you are listening to this and you don't like coffee, fuck you. Just or, straight up. Or Foxy Brown. Yeah. Or Jackie Brown. Yeah. Just, it's Pam Greer. Come on. Black mama, white mama. Also, I can't believe they got the movie rights to add to undergrads. Wait, what? Yeah, yeah, like a, a fan campaign got the movie rights off MTV, got the original creator <laughs> back on board, and are now trying to fund a whole movie. Motherfucker! That's kind of awesome. Valerie, <laughs> Valerie, oh, when we met, you just wanted sex. Oh, Valerie. I'm, I'm sorry, I've been answering... Remember. I've got a quick question for you with Star Wars <laughs> for near 16 years. Star Wars? One of the back... Star Wars. One of the first... Star Wars isn't the answer, Star Wars. Is it? Star Wars is always the one, one of the backer rewards for this film is that they sent you a card that says, I am 21. So drinking is yes. <laughs> but it's not... <laughs> It's not right if it's not just cut out of the back of the cereal box. No, it's on cardboard. It is is literally them taking the leftover boxes from what they're shipping backer rewards in and writing, I am 21, so drinking is yes. I can appreciate that. Hey, guy, I'm practicing my joystick. Hey, so Sam, what's your question? Yeah. Pick one man you would have sex with. No! Edward James Olmos. Thank you! That is the correct answer. No, the, the, no, because this comes up every fucking time. I'm not feeding these dogs. <laughs> I'm pretty sure this the fanfic crowd question. is not listening to us anymore. Also, That's bullshit. Also, I'm not suggesting you have sex with Scott. I'm saying if there was a man out there that you would have sex with, a celebrity, not, it can be made believe. I am not feeding these dogs. No, real real person slash will go anywhere for any reason. No, like, I already have an answer to this. I'm not feeding these dogs. I answered this question years ago. This was really fucking easy. You're no fucking fun. No, I'm not. I'm the opposite of fun. You're a piece of shit. Answer my question. No. Do it. What's your answer? Well, okay, yeah, no, this this feels... No, I actually have to flag the play as well, because Sam has asked a question where there's no consequence for her answering. Now, I'm perfectly comfortable saying Edward James Olmos, because, come on. Well, Edward James Olmos is ass. That's fine. Like, And again, I have an answer to this, but I'm calling Dirty Pool on it. Like, Sam will suffer no repercussions for announcing that a man is attractive. Actually, I was going to let you guess, Scott, because you should actually know the answer, because it's not a man for me. No, because you, you didn't parse the question. I asked it for and... you guys. No, it is a, it is the same if I question. You, if I give women, it's easier. But it's the same question for everybody. Yeah, that's right. Like you don't get to parse the question out as we get. Okay, a different fine, fine. I can pick a man. I am bisexual. I have choices. I'm enjoying the fact that you're making it seem like it's a challenge to pick a Again, man. By the way, you <laughs> just spent four minutes explaining that you're you answering this question carries no negative consequences. Yeah. How does how does the negative consequences for you guys? I'm not feeding the internet. That's not a. They don't care. They don't care. The internet doesn't care. Yeah. Did I walk into a time machine? We're back in 1992, where the internet doesn't care. Because that was the last time the internet didn't care. 26 years ago, for like a week. Okay, so Jim's answer, Scott. Moving on. No, I have an answer, but I'm calling Dirty Pool on you. 
Your answer's Scott. It's fine. I get it. I that's give it fine. up on, you know, everything. It's fine. If you want to run on that assumption, that's okay. You I'm okay wrong. with that real person slash. I've accepted it for many years. So what is your answer in your harmless question that you have reparsed so it's different for you? Idris Elba. What a surprise. I'm I know, right? Black men. Sorry. Very easy answer. You've also said it on air previously. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So the question was it's not so more fun if it's relatively recently. Yeah. Come on, it's more fun when you guys answer. Yeah, exactly. This is why there's a flag on your question. Yeah. That was the point. I never said I was good at asking questions. I have answered this previously on air, haven't I? No, actually. Uh, okay, that's Patrick fine. Stewart, but Thank you. That's all I wanted. Yeah, so I thank you. My girlfriend backs me up on this. No, Patrick Stewart's a great answer. Apparently, he and his wife had like a two-day argument about whether or not he was circumcised, and Wait. he was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> this came up. So this this was on the UK talk show scene <coughs> in the press junkets for Logan, and somehow somehow someone found out that you know Patrick Stewart was wrong about his own junk. And Hugh Jackman just has to sit there and giggle while the story gets told. But this is Hugh Jackman having sto- told his story about his genitals uh, in the press junkets for uh, the Wolverine because yeah. he did not understand hot spring edit- etiquette. Yeah, we learned what hot spring. We now understand hot spring etiquette. It's kind of terrifying too, because people just are gonna st- don't put the blanket. Leave it be. I'm hiding out the blanket. She is a dog. She doesn't need blankets. She's so sad looking. Like, she steals my pillows, but she doesn't need blankets. And yet she isn't protesting in any way, shape, or form. And she's going back to sleep now that she's got the blanket on her. She can do that creepy thing where her eyes stay open for a few minutes while she sleeps. Not into it. She's not conscious right now. Her primary eyelids are closed. Yeah. What an angel. With her droopy jowls. You need a knife for that, dude? Maybe. I think it looks like wax. No, the wax looks thin enough on the side I was poking at. Yeah. Okay, good. Uh, Finally, a waxed cap that wasn't, that didn't go goddamn nuts with it. Oh, fuck, right? Every time. Like, I, last Thanksgiving, I spent like half an hour sawing at a bottle from. Who? Oh, it was some short run thing. Yeah, we can dredge it up later. No, no, this was not on uh, air. This was during dinner. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, so what we're pouring is Blood Brothers uh, Balum Bourbon Barrel Aged Imperial Stout. We're already off to a good start. It rocks in at 11% by volume. Like a fucking mule! I'm not asking that question. Because that's just test. how you end a meal. That's just how you end a meal, is with the barrel stout. Even with light, can't see shit, son. I love the smell of it. I have had thinner coffees. If I could bleed, this is what I think it would look like. I think I've had thinner stews. I'm so sad you didn't come to Blood Brothers with this when we got this, because... I oh, that's going to be right had this before, did we not? I think we might have we might have mm-hmm. cracked it while we were there. Try to remember. This has the right scent. That is yummy. I want ice cream with mm. this. Oh my, grab some ice cream. Tastes like coffee and cigarettes. You know what's nice on this compared to Never Say Never? Because of course I'm going to compare the two. Yeah. There is a nice little 
bite to this right mm-hmm. at the beginning. It's, it's got a little, little, little cut at the front. Like, it's not, it is not until proven guilty. The three-year-old. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm three years old, man. Oh, no, and I know, like, that's, that's, it's, I'm stating that more of it hasn't exceeded what is technically its categorical competitor. But, damn, is that nice. Oh, and just the coffee taste just stays. Like, I'm breathing that right now. That is pleasant. Like, that is on the roof of my mouth. Mmm. It's got a nice spiciness. God damn. Like, it's just, you stop for a sec, and you can taste, like, a medium roast. That is delightful. All right, Jim. Question for the group. I hate these questions. Can mine be different for you guys as it is for me? Well, I think, well, Sam has apparently set some sort of deranged precedent. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll call up Jeff Kavanaugh and I'll ask him. <laughs> um, if you could change one existing property, like not not a drastic change, you can't make like the X-Men into magical girls or anything like that. You mean the X-Men aren't? They kind of are, but that's what I mean when I'm even talking about drastic change. Like It can't be such a deviation as to no longer be the same character. But if you could change some facet of an existing property, what what would you change? What property and why? I'd make Superman black. And the why? Because he's a Kansas farmer. That's not a white person job anymore. And that's fair. I think, and again, it, it We're just... We're casting Mike Coulter in that role, right? Um, I'm into it. Well, him or Idris Elba. Fair. I'm but, into that. Well, I still... Truth... No. <laughs> I tap that. You run Idris Elba as Eradicator in that case. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. You get Mike Coulter as Superman, you get Idris Elba as Eradicator, and fuck, bring back Michael Shannon as Zod. Who cares? Michael yeah. Shannon would be fantastic as Zod. He wasn't the first time. <laughs> yeah. No? Well, it's almost I like... The, like he'd be so good at it. He should have been. The script was awful. It's almost like the writer... It's almost Man like, of Steel. I didn't watch it. Yeah. It's, it's almost like the writer missed the point. Because <laughs> I remember being specifically told I wasn't allowed to watch it. No, that's fair. Because the writer missed movie. the point. Yeah. No. And for team. not the reasons people say. Well, for a variety of reasons, not the least of which, right? But okay. So, but yeah, no, I can dig that. And plus, the thing is, you make Clark black. Especially if you're going to revitalize that from now. So, is he still the reporter? Is he oh, still yeah. a college football star? Oh, yeah. No, college, like, went, went, went to Metropolis University on a, college, on a football scholarship. Is cub reporter at the Bugle. You know, Perry White still says Great Caesar's Ghost without a hint of irony. The last person alive who still says Great Caesar's Ghost. Lex Luthor is white, bald, kind of an asshole, but he's like the best boss in the world somehow. But no, no, just just that idea that, you know, again, he's down home and a little too folksy and no one really notices him. And he can still be the everyman. Well, yeah. no. Like, well, there's nothing that stops him. That's right. right. I, at the end of the day, Clark is Clark is Clark. All right, Sam, what you got? You know, come back to me. I'm still thinking about this. This is a good question. Well, that's because that's kind of it, right? Like, I'm kicking at it, and it's like, there's a few things. Does it have to be a superhero property? No, no, I said IP. I just said IP. Anything, functionally, anything in fiction is open fair. Again, nothing drastic. But if you want to make magical girls into X-Men. Well, it's like, you know, you can't suddenly turn Superman into a chainsaw-wielding maniac. Let's That's be realistic. I mean, Final Fantasy is a magical girl series at this point. So. To a point, yeah. Cool. So, hmm, I just want something to be a dating sim. What would you make a dating sim? Pick anything. Yeah. So I'm trying to think. 
I mean, we already saw B- Gaku and Baldur's Gate. Yeah, yeah. Could date Minsk. You had to bring date. gifts and snacks for date Minsk. This is mostly a joke stream, but... I don't know. I would have, like, Final Fantasy XV, the dating sim, because that's what I have on the thing. <laughs> but, as long as Noctis and, you know, Prompto get together. But that's not a dating sim. That's the core game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah, that's, that's just the game. Prompto the village bicycle when the rest of them don't feel like using a rag. You're giving my ultimate yaoi fantasy, though, so... That's all... No, everybody already accepts that that exists. Like, yeah. Prompto is the mm. village bicycle. Like, this isn't even fanficking. Yeah, you're right. I realize, like, like, least, like, the internet's threshold for what counts as fanfic is going out the window. Yeah, it's still blurry shit, but but that's just accepted canon in 15. Like, you at least go Gladio, and it's like, okay, well, that's a specific fetish. Like, do, do you want Bowsette to be real in Smash? Ew. Let's just not have Mario thick at all, because that's just wrong. Well, that's, that's that creepy line where you decided to add something overly adult to childhood. Because at the end of the day, no matter how the Mario properties change, they're still child-focused. The features are too big, they're too soft, they're too round. They are meant to appeal to kids. Yeah, yeah I still stand by my statement that, like, you can automate Final oh, Fantasy yeah. Boy. Well, what, what if it was, like, Dissidia? But, like, Dissidia High, where you're the only girl and all the boys are, you know, just there being, like, all moody or not. Like, like, well, no, you'd have to be able to date the girls, too, if you well, want otherwise. No, that's that's the sequel series. But where you, you know go so to... well, at the end of the day, Warrior of Light is the best guy. No, no, it's I don't Warrior know. It's Warrior of Light. He is the nicest, most helpful human being you could ever meet, and he's the only one that Garland can't knock down. That's fair. <laughs> Yo, like, but... Like, <laughs> Garland will <laughs> knock you down. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> With time da- paradox. I would date Daddy Olaf, but that's just me. But With no, you no. and every other gay that's man. Right. <laughs> but like, like it's all the boys, and they're at high school, and they're and 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 they're squall staring out the window. Dot dot dot. Yeah. Dot 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 dot. Dot 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 dot. Oh, probably date Locke too. I like him. <laughs> He's such a goon. There we go. That's mine. Or I don't know. I'd have some sort of dog simulator. I just want to own all the dogs. You own two dogs. You don't need a simulator. There's also the Sims pets and Nintendo dogs. So I guess what I'll do is reinstall the Sims and you'll never see me again. (sighs) That'd be great. As long as you don't fall down the Sims fic well. I make my own fic while I play it, Scott. Yeah, well, don't write it down and read other people's. Don't join that LJ circle. God, those are still thin. Yes, they are. Yeah, why would they stop? Why would LJ Fix Circles stop now? Because the world was supposed to have gotten better? Better past live journal? Yeah, apparently not. And yet Google Plus shut down. Yeah, due to a security violation of some kind? I think think Google was just like, we need a reason to pull this down. Yeah, we can't just kill this. Oh, oh, we let the security lapse on it? Oh, dear. Oh, no, what are we going to do? No. Alright, Jim. I think just thinking about it lately, I've been I've had Star Wars on the brain. Like between just this Star Wars game that I'm playing on my phone and the Star Wars novel that because I, I picked up from a certain point of view. Yeah. And we're Liv and I are rewatching all of Star Wars. I think I just go over it kind of with an evening rewrite. Just just like the unified rewrite where yeah. it, where it's clear that the prequels were actually planned. 
Well, at the, some point between four and five. Yeah, and that's it. Like, just cleanup. Like, just tonal adjustment, basic cleanup, nothing severe. I'm not recasting anybody. I'm not going to actively destroy any characters. I may have a big axe to grind in regards to Rogue One, but I can even that out. Like, I can clean that up. You know what? Instead of weird fucking Scarif tie variants, they're just tie lens. Instead of weird-ass Scarif troopers that are better armed than they should be, it's just stormtroopers. There are death troopers, sure, because death troopers are already established semi-canon and pretty cool in their own right. Well, and again, you still need a new action figure to sell out of all this. Well, of course, of course. Like, you just, you even it out. I don't have Tarkin come in, swoop in, and pull it out from Krennic over the last moment because it's been established for years that Tarkin was in charge of it the entire time. You have Tarkin there as the overbearing prick boss. Like, he's just on the phone all the time. But yeah, like, Krennic can't get work done. Is it done yet? Is the main laser array finished? Are the turbo laser batteries installed? And it's Christ on a bicycle. I can't get away from this guy. You were supposed to send me an email about the alignment yesterday. Yeah, what's going on, crack? Like, you even that out. Four, five, and six play fairly smooth. I think I'd actually smooth it, especially if I'm doing the full rewrite. You smooth out four's references to the past a bit cleaner. You know, Ben doesn't call Darth, you know, I'm, well, he doesn't use Darth like a name. No, exactly. He calls him Vader. That's fine. You kind of deal... You don't have the chemistry between Luke and Leia because you've now recognized, no, they're brother and sister. Like, there's something there. There's definitely a baseline familial chemistry. They're a little more forward with each other as though they've known each other for years, but not in a way that's romantic chemistry that, as a result, makes the latter part of five into six pretty fucking weird. And then when... That, you, that, that long kiss in yeah, five. yeah. Like you and the look out. on Luke's face. Yeah. You even that out. You go into 7 and 8, and it's you work on your comedic timing. You don't have that bullshit of Poe sitting there going, I'm on hold for Hux for way too fucking long. And then have the tonal shift of the woman dropping and barely getting the bombing run off at her own sacrifice. You clean up some of the script in 8. Like, it's just it's just a clean, smooth over. It all works. That's, that's probably what I'd change. And again, none of it is drastic. I, maybe if, if I have a time machine and everything else to get the work done, you go back, you talk to Hayden Christensen, and you give him a few more acting lessons. Because he's got the tone down by three. But you need the tone there in two. So it's like, okay, look, you need to be emotionally reckless in this piece. You need to be way too full of yourself ego-wise and just unnecessarily arrogant because everything their dog is telling you, you're the chosen one. Run with it. It's just tight. Just, again, one, two, maybe three sweeps over the script. Get the Kasdans on board, because, I'm sorry, Larry and John, having watched Solo, Larry and John know how to make a fucking Star Wars movie. Larry knew how to before, that's how we have Empire. And the two of them together, boom. That's it. Lando gets even more capes, though. Oh, no, yeah. No, so many capes. Now Lando's switching capes between scenes. Like, there's one scene where you're like, is Lando wearing two capes? Well, Why would he wear two capes? The, ca the camera is off of him. They <coughs> haven't left the room. The camera's back on. He's got a new cape. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think there's one where it's like, is that like two? Is that like a weird lining and edging thing? Or is he wearing two capes? He might be wearing two capes. It, it's possible that this is a special occasion, and Lander requires two capes to convey it. 
It is Galactic President's Day. Oh, so two games. But that's it. Like, again, nothing drastic. None of the deranged fandom of we need to burn 8 down and rebuild it from its bones. It's like, no. 8 was a manageable movie. I have bigger grief with Rogue One than I do with Episode 8. All right. Okay. So one more question. I ain't coming up with it. No, I've got one more. I'm lazy. I've got one more. There are six beers in front of us. Which one are, which one are you going to finish, Sam? And she picks the sour, because yeah. she always picks the sour. To be fair, if... It you is know, pretty rad, though. I like Balam. I'm not going to lie, and I actually think that's my favorite. Yeah, but But it, that would hurt me. It hits like a fucking well, horse. Fortunately, there's only a little bit left. There's so a dash, we might and we're not, splitting it. So we might not die. <laughs> there's a dash, and we're splitting it. Yeah. That's how that works. I Jim, why do you take it? Well, again, there's a dash of Balam, and we're splitting it. Okay. Because that's how that goes down. Because you're not finishing it. And it would be mean if I finished it. So we split it. Alright. I figure, honestly, we can kind of split what's left. Yeah, no. Sam is pretending to drink it all, like, right in front of yeah, us. Sam's just being mean. She, she, Sam is going to link... Sam is going to drink the, like, third of a cup of 11% on us. <laughs> Wouldn't that be hilarious? Go for it! Hey, fill your boots! Yeah. yeah. It's a bad plan. Well, yes, it is. Your bed's upstairs, so... You it's gotta not... make it upstairs. <laughs> so, you know, your your call. Your call. Danger zone! Let, before we really start taking them, though, what is the ranking? Oh, the ranking? The ranking is important. Okay. You wanna rank them up, it's really easy. Balaam is number one. Yeah. yeah. That's not a question. I'm sorry. Like, anytime you barrel age a good Imperial Stout, that's... It's magic. No, it's... There's no... If you do it right, there's no way to fail it. If you figure out a way to fuck this up, I will feed you to a goddamn wood chipper. I feel like that's the correct order. Yeah, All right. I can so dig it. It's Balaam, the Sour, the Bach, the Pumpkin. I'd actually take the Lager over the Ale. I'm okay with that, because Bose yeah. always comes last anyways. Well, it's just... it's. it's it would a... be wrong for Bose to be ahead, given that they are always last. I would be okay putting it up if it was just a little bit better, but it's an unremarkable IPA. Oh, I think those last two are utter shit. I think they're I, both very boring. No, I, as a, as Vienna lagers go, I think that's exactly what you want. Yeah. I mean, now, Sam, you don't, you I don't, don't like... I don't do lagers, so... You don't like lager, you don't like Pilsner, you don't like pale ales unless they do something really dandy. No, I'm a, I'm a little bit fairer to a pale ale. So... Far but, more, far kinder to a pale like, ale than a pale like that, that's a Vienna lager, lager. by textbook, so yeah. I'll, I'll take that over an IPA that's... Yeah, kind fine. of boring. It's like, again, it's better than Keith's, but that's a low bar to clear. I will argue half the time the Keith's isn't legitimately an IPA. Well, no, it you cannot put it on a slow boat from Liverpool to Delhi yeah. and it and have it survive. Yeah, it, that that's that's literally how you measure it, and it can't do it, so it's not. No, exactly. It's but yeah, in a in a world where in a world where every brewery actually makes three IPAs, I don't think that one. Even pretends to stand at. No, well, it's we've got too much choice. We've got too much option. There's no reason to abide by it. Well, now, Liv has been sitting here patiently and kind of laughing at us this whole time. I'm, I'm gonna. Uh, what? What? I'm gonna ask her one question. Which is the one she'd steal? Speak up, because the share, mic's gotta pick so, you. Yeah. Uh, the one, I can't see the label. Beelzebub. Yeah, that one. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> I liked the last one, but it was too sweet. Oh yeah. Yeah. There we go. No, that's fine. What about you, Brew? Mike's picking you up, too. What do you pick? More nap? No. More nap. You mind tucking her in a bit? Getting out of the blanket. Can't have that. Poor dog. Thank you, my dear. All right. So we are going to be back 
The real episode soon. With a regular episode, probably in 15-ish days, and it's going to be something that's going on the list for a while, and I think I feel comfortable getting away with it this time. What are we trying? I'm going to see who's around for DC TV. Oh, God. Yay! Victory for sale! Well, for once, I it's not like someone hasn't suggested it in the middle of a season. Which is fair. Because Arrow's premiering super late in the year this time. Really? Yeah, like October twenty second is when wow. is when all this is when the Berlanti shows launch, and I'm like, wow, that's really late in the year. But it finally means that I'm like, oh, I will be able to watch the last six episodes of Legends that are available, and then record as these are premiering, and I won't feel like, ugh. Someone's actually going to be have watched ahead, and I'll feel bad for not being able to contribute. Yeah. It's going to be like, no, no, season premieres are whatever. We got to finish Flash, though. Yeah, that's also true. We can do it. Well, it is doable. I mean, I feel like I know how the Flash is going to wind up. Because I don't care. There is the nice man from Nice Town. Well, push comes to show. Well, you can always watch it in double speed, right? That's what I did to catch up for the last of IBO. Yeah, and also at the same. Well, Netflix doesn't have that. Have that? You have to install a browser extension. That's, yeah, it's kind of annoying. That's bullshit. But Look, I, I again, it's it's the Flash. Barry's gonna use friendship and running fast to stop the guy. It's true. But it's gonna have lingering consequences going into the next season. It's because Barry relies a little too heavily on his time travel ability. Actually, it was great. We watched an episode recently where it's like, no, Barry, you can't use time travel. And Barry going, like, why not? Here's the reason why. Okay. Because you, for some reason, don't remember that there are time paradoxes that come out of this shit. My happiness is that Greg Gustin is the best Flash ever. And if anyone says Ezra Miller, fight me. He fucking sucked. Ezra Miller was a fine Wally. Yeah, fucking sucked is Barry. Yeah, no. Well, he wasn't Barry, so that's okay. Well, he also wasn't a, but he wasn't as good a Wally as. You mean Keanu Lonsdale? No, the guy who no the the guy who voiced him on Justice League. Oh, he was very good. What's too. his oh, Rosenbaum? Yeah, Michael, Michael Rosenbaum. Rosenbaum. Michael Rosenbaum yeah. is great. I, I'm also fond of Keanu Lonsdale. Though. Yep. Yeah. No. But you know. He's a, he fits a type. Now, <laughs> in in Ezra Miller's misbegotten defense, Justice League was a nightmare hodgepodge of awful. You know, we did so, have fun watching it, though. Oh, we did. And there are bits and pieces where it's good. Like I think Harry my favorite Cattle. part was you and I screaming when we saw the Green Lantern ring, and you and I were just like, yeah. the fuck is this? We're going to throw in a Green Lantern reference. And you're like, no. not do anything. No. Prick. I think that was the fact that we John's actually, not showing up. We actually yelled in the theater. Oh, that was the best part. Like, well, no, fuck you. I am also happy that Henry Cavill finally got to play Superman. It only took three movies. <laughs> yeah, he did a great job of it in Immortals. I don't know why they kept calling him Perseus. But I don't he, know. But he was a good Superman in that. Aw, she doesn't want the blanket anymore. She's over it. Alright, so we will catch you next time. Take it easy, folks! Like, comment, and subscribe. And remember that we are sponsored by Humble Monthly. Go to our link in the show notes to start a subscription. I don't know what this month's Humble Humble Monthly bonus stuff is, but it's a lot, and it's probably cool. I was going to say Summit on our Twitch, and I know Summit is not a thing that is used on the internet. Yeah. So, but hey, if you can figure out a way to Summit, do it. Yeah. Okay, thanks, bye.
Thank you very much for listening. This show is brought to you under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Sharealike License Version 3.0. You can find more of our episodes at svopodcast.com and be sure to like us, rate us, review us, share us on whatever means you like best because that does help us a great deal. Have a good day.